Welcome to Sign for the Times. The Society for the Involvement of Good Neighbors, commonly known as SIGN, is a not-for-profit agency in Yorkton, Saskatchewan, Canada, that provides 24 social and community programs and services that fulfill its mission to provide leadership, programs, and services that assist, support, and empower children, adults, and families to achieve lifelong success. Because that's what leads to strong, caring citizens and communities. Our podcasts explore these programs and include conversations with people who have used the services of SIGN. My name is Dick DeReich. Today we are chatting with Jeannie Werner, a very busy mother of three. She and her husband, Corey, own and operate two businesses in Yorkton, Core Real Estate and Current Motion Media, and Jeannie is also involved in other endeavors. She is a registered nurse and has worked in healthcare for more than 20 years, and she does personal coaching. Their children have attended the Sign Early Learning Center, which is the daycare operated at Sign on North Street, as well as the before and after school program at MC Knoll and St. Michael's Schools. And all of that led to an involvement with Sign on a completely different level. Thanks for joining us, Jeannie. Good morning, Dick. Thanks for having me. So there's a number of daycare providers in Yorkton talking about your, your first experience uh, with the kids and, and sign. And we're wondering what made you decide to, to use the sign daycare? Well, it's a pretty interesting story, Dick. Um, when we were um, pregnant with twins, Corey was getting well aware of the sign daycare opening and he and a couple of other businesses in town were creating a fundraising event. And through that fundraising event, they were, Corey was able to understand that there were some openings for multiples. And we thought we better keep our ears open because we were eventually going to be a daycare provider for our twins. So that was maybe a stroke of luck or maybe someone taking care of us because as many people know, finding a spot for daycare for children is, is tough these days. There's not a lot of vacancies. So what's generally been your experience with the program? Well, I could talk about the daycare, the Early Learning Centre forever and a day. <laughs> it's been an amazingly positive experience. I think the daycare in itself with its staff and the systems and protocols within really, um, they just relay reality. They're real people, they're learning and growing to do their best with an organization that has a mission of empowering people and achieving lifelong success and i could talk forever and a day about what that means that accountability is a huge thing at the end of the day i like to know that we're all real we make mistakes uh, we live up to them and we learn and grow from them and that's something that the early learning center has done especially being a new organization themselves um, being under 10 years old I was just amazed and impressed with how they shine in their growing years and continue to do so. You were part of uh, of the early years of, of the daycare uh, when it was basically finding, finding its footing. Um, that obviously, when you're involved with a new organization, presents some both challenges and opportunities. That's for sure. And being a new mother and a new father, we had a lot of challenges. 
able to reciprocate uh, what they were offering was really special. We were going into something we didn't know a lot about being parents and they were a new organization offering the best of their services and expertise. And it showed at all levels. At the end of the day, we saw our, our children learning and growing in ways that we would have liked to have seen them do at home. And I think the staff even did a better job at some point. Always had great big smiles and cheers and running from afar up to their parents at the end of the day with those big smiles um, really meant for a lot. I remember lots of days having happy tears in my eyes just knowing that we had spent such a good day at daycare. How, uh, how did the, the children respond? Obviously, that's uh, as a parent, that's one of the, uh, the important things for you. How, how have they responded? How have they benefited? Well, the kids have come along in so many ways. And like every child, um, every child has their own personalities and characteristics and, and their own downfalls that they need to learn and come across. And our children had a lot of social anxieties. And in those first few months when I went back to work and talk about ripping a mom's heart out of her chest, going back to work, but when the director at that time sent me videos and pictures of our girls those first few days and they had fallen asleep on two huge giant teddy bears, they were about eight feet. And I just knew that they were being cared for in a custom way. Our girls did a lot of crying and screaming um, when we had to say goodbye. And I knew that they were being cared for. And over the years, that just flourished into social development skills and um, uh, confidence that we were hoping for our children at a young age. And it was really neat to see our girls go through that with the daycare program. We were just building confidence. The daycare was competent in everything we were doing, and and the children mattered. And with the children mattering, they also cared and embraced the family as a whole. You uh, um, say that parents obviously have uh, anxieties leaving uh, the kids behind at daycare the first time. Um, did the kids uh, uh, have any kind of, uh, <laughs> and, and I recall something you told me earlier, um, were the kids when it was time to go home from daycare, uh, maybe would have just as soon stayed there. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day, when they're actually crying because they have to leave, we want to stay. <laughs> and the daycare is closing in ten minutes. I think they're actually would speak. They speak volumes that we couldn't even speak to as as ones with our vocabulary. Um, it's pretty amazing. COVID-19 back in the spring of uh, 2020 changed a lot of things for, for all of, uh, of us. And um, uh, your son was in daycare um, at the time. Um, that obviously presents a challenge as well when you have to decide where to go when something like that happens. That's for sure. And, you know, the first thing people do is they think within themselves, what am I going to do? And you start thinking about what are we going to do as a community and then the ability to think a little broader and like what is the organization going to do so first off and foremost William was attending daycare at that time for after school and on his non-kindergarten days and because we would have to have our other children home 
naturally, we decided to keep William home as well during COVID. Um, and yes, the thought went through my head. I was going because the fulfillment that he received there on a social level, disciplinary level, community and cultural level right within the daycare was that important to us. But ultimately, we ended his programming at sign and uh, we have yet to send lots of thank yous for a year there. And we made it really easy. And I know as a parent, the board and the organization as a whole listened to the parent. There was a little bit of concern that at the daycare, we need to give a 30-day notice <laughs> before ending program. And with that, a 30-day uh, payment as well. And sign was amazing. They they waived that 30-day notice and payment because COVID came and, of course, was out of our control. And just knowing that they were listening to the families during that time and, of course, listening from the ministry as a whole, they did an amazing job and continue to do an amazing job. And it's through our daycares, really, Dick, that we actually gain a lot of confidence in what's happening in our province for the non-spread of the illness. Daycares have been running since the onset, and we haven't heard of any outbreaks or tragedies on that accord. So I really look to daycare, the Sign Early Learning Centre, for the confidence in what we're doing for protocol and policy and pertains to uh, not alleviating, but keeping the numbers down with, with COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been a challenge. And, uh, and of course, uh, the Early Learning Center was one of, I think, uh, three programs at SIGN that continued, uh, has continued during the, the COVID pandemic. Um, and I'm sure it was a great challenge for the staff to make sure that everybody stayed safe and healthy. Uh, and that all the the safeguards and the protocols uh, and the precautions were were being were being followed. From daycare, um, your children moved to uh, onto the elementary school, and they attended the before and after school program. Um, for busy working parents, uh, that must be something that that is of benefit as well. It sure is, and again, being a a new parent that's entering the school system, I knew there was an after-school program um, and not understanding the full scope of SIGN. When I heard that it was an after-school program that was steer-headed from SIGN, I was, I was just thrilled because we didn't have to say goodbye to SIGN as a whole looking after our children because it's been over eight years now that SIGN has been caring for our children. Um, that just gave me Again, a lot of confidence in the services that they offered and just made my heart smile. <laughs> well, you know, we, we sometimes hear concerns about parents, uh, you know, not being there when the kids come home from, from school. Um, some years ago, and, and this may date me, but um, before, before and after school programs, children would come back to empty homes. Uh, they used to be referred to as latchkey, uh, latch key kids, I think was the term that uh, that we used. Um, now they have a place to go where they are safe and they are, can participate in ac activities. And I'm sure that has to be a great improvement as far as the parents' peace of mind as well. That's for sure. And they stay in York Dinner. I'm sure this is true for every community. If you're pregnant, you better start planning childcare. <laughs> <laughs> 
you don't need it anymore. So whatever age you're comfortable with, age 12 or what have you. But, you know, there's a couple things in life that I really think is meaningful, a couple of values, and that's familiarity and consistency. And right from the daycare to the after-school program, everything that's done, whether it's activities, uh, some learning, um, outdoor adventures, there's always built-in familiarity and continuity of services. And that brings a lot of comfort for a parent. And even more importantly, it brings that much more comfort for your children. And when you see them cheering and happy that they're going to go to the program after school or before, and again, when you pick them up, parents would come back later. Like, I, I think you would lost parents to pick me up because um, again, that, that speaks volumes. And the after school program in itself, the staff just embrace the whole family not that not just the children and i i really enjoyed getting to the school and and getting to know the staff a little bit better and having some nice conversations with them and knowing that within those conversations i knew the organization was providing a home-like or a family-like environment in the after-school program and it just had a warm warm feel about it and again i know it touched all of our hearts and continue to do so what uh, what uh, activities at at that program did your children enjoy most? Oh well, we hear lots about the novels that they're reading as a group. So the staff reads a novel and continues it day to day. So that's pretty amazing. Keeping it simple but keeping it profound. Um, kids really need to be read too. They spoke lot to um, playing with other age groups, which isn't an opportunity they have a have in life and playing with individuals from uh, the neighboring school and just a different dynamic and culture within the programming itself which they wouldn't get anywhere else there was lots of free time so freedom friday and if you ask my little candle who's one of our twins she just loved playing poly pockets that's all <laughs> <laughs> so there's a certain amount of customization there as well you know the next next child would love to color or do arts and the next one would do some more sporting or reading and homework so that ability to flex the needs and uh, likes for the children is always there the uh, schools uh, uh, started up again and uh, before and after school programs started up again um, any concerns uh, related to COVID-19 within that environment um, you know, being a nurse and in healthcare for as many years as I have, there comes a point where you have to let go of certain things and trust systems. And our provincial government, who, you know, somewhat governs, signed to a certain degree, which means our daycares and after school programs, I've learned to have a lot of confidence in our government because they have proven to make sound decisions and create plans that make sense. So I can only speak for myself, but if our children were continuing an after-school program, um, I would have the utmost confidence in the after-school program, just the same as the schooling here in Saskatchewan. Um, sometimes you have to set those fears aside and let the system do its work. And it's not a brand new thing for, for me. So I guess that trust and knowing is there already but for anybody jumping out there and 
signing up for the after school program, I would just encourage them to set those fears aside and let them know they're in really good hands, competent hands, and they keep the best interest of the family and children in mind above all. It's, it's phenomenal, really. Now, you've, you've been involved, obviously, as we've talked about, uh, very involved with SIGN as a user of, of the services, um, uh, daycare, before and after school programs. But a year or so ago, you also became involved at a different level uh, as a member of the, of the board of, of directors. Um, how did that come about? It, was that kind of a, an outflow from your previous involvement with SIGN? Oh, that's a great question. Um, over the years, Corey and I, as parents and as business owners in the community, really spent a lot of efforts and time into fundraising for organizations like SIGN. And because SIGN was so close to our heart, we did some explicit community events for them. And I said I could talk forever and a day about SIGN as a whole. But um, one of the board members just expressed to me that he thought I would be a really good member on the board. They were looking for a few more members, more in the role of a member at large, like that represents the system users and a community individual. And well, that year, which was 2019, I was asking myself, life's getting a little bit easier as a parent, and I think I'm really wanting to connect with something in the community that I can give my best efforts to and learn along the way. So when I was approached, that really met my request of myself and I was really tickled to be invited to the board to give it some thought and had some discussions with the board and leadership. And the decision was an easy yes. <laughs> you uh, you see the organization now though from a quite a different perspective than you did as a, as a user of, uh, of the services. Um, you see it more from the inside. Are you, are you pleased with what you are seeing? I'm above pleased. The organization has a strong board. And again, the board represents real life people who live real lives. They're not anybody else and they're people that touch our community in ways that every, every community needs and individuals on the board that are serving right now are those who I consider to be community mentors and individuals that I would love to learn and grow from so not only being part of the board has been really important but learning from them about life and business and community and families and service is, boy, I couldn't ask for, for better. I was like, I have to hang out with you guys. You're my favorite people in the community um, because they're individuals that I look up to and would love to just learn and grow from. I was a, uh, a member of that board several years ago. And um, I can say that the thing that surprised me most uh, was the scope of the organization. Mm -hmm. I thought I thought I knew sign. Uh, it's I've been in the community as long as sign has, and uh, and vice versa. But as well as I thought I knew sign uh, through my business involvement and knowing the people who were there, 
I found that I really had no idea of the wide and varied services uh, that they offered. It, it's kind of like a hidden gem. Um, you know, people see the building on Broadway and the sign that says, you know, sign. Um, but uh, I'm wondering if you had that same experience that uh, people from the outside are really not uh, all that well aware of all that happens within that organization. Oh, you're, you're so right. And I was quite dumbfounded when I knew of for sure three programs because being a nurse and a parent was <laughs> um, involved with them and stepping into the board and learning that there's 24 programs. I, my heart just at first just sunk. I was like, Oh my goodness. How did I not know that there was 24 programs that like serve and live up to the needs of the individuals in our community. I was just thrilled. And to be able to be on the board and express that there are 24 programs in the community as a member at large, like I just want to talk about sign <laughs> and agree to people so that their services are, are widely used. And, you know, you're right, Dick, it's a very... Um, uh, there's lots of variants in the board. There's lots of variants in the people that they serve. And uh, yeah, just a completely amazing organization serving in ways I, I had no idea about. Well, thanks, uh, Jeannie, for sharing your experiences, uh, your thoughts and your feelings. Uh, greatly appreciate it. Oh, thank you. And I just really appreciate the opportunity uh, tickled pink to talk about sign and share more of it along the way. Thank you very much, Dick. New Sign for the Times podcasts are available at least twice a month. In upcoming podcasts, we will talk with folks who have been assisted by sign housing support, a mom who has taken part in the Triple P Positive Parenting Program, and we'll talk about Life Without Barriers, a program that helps those who are dealing with people who have acquired brain injury. And we'll keep you updated as signs slowly and very carefully reopens and resumes face-to-face -face contact with clients this fall. If you have comments or suggestions, feel free to email communications at signyorkton.ca or use the contact options on our website at www.signyorkton.ca where you will also find more information about the Early Learning Center, about the before and after school programs, and the other 22 programs uh, that, uh, that SIGN provides. We are also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at SIGN Yorkton. We hope you will continue to tune in. We will talk again soon. <laughs>